so many things an entrepreneur a public speaker translation compeer and a lifestyle writer but at my very core i am a tibetan but if you ask me what tibet its people and the culture is like then i must honestly say that i have never been to tibet and i'm sure i'm not the only one if you've never been to tibet either then this podcast is for you. Tashidile and welcome back. We have covered a array of topics related to Tibet, our history, culture, people, tradition, religion, food and art. So, what are we talking about today? Could you guess? We are talking about drum rolls please. Tibetan music. If you have never listened to Tibetan music and if our music seems completely alien to you, then worry not because after this episode, you'll have at least some idea about our music. Well, here's a fun fact about Tibetans. We love music and we love it so much that our occasions are considered to be incomplete without it whether the occasion is public or intimate grand or small it doesn't really matter it is normal for us to sing and dance after our dinner at home of course we don't do it every day but it is expected that we sing and dance at birthday parties uh, marriages community gatherings and also festivals so basically we can't do without music historically back in tibet we often sung our messages meaning whenever we wanted to say something instead of just talking we would sing and we would sing in high vocals because of the high altitude singing was a more convenient and of course more entertaining form of communication for our nomads and farmers the most interesting thing about our nomads and farmers um was that even though they were illiterate they'd never been to school they would remember all chapters from our epics by heart and they would sing dance and enact some scenes from our epics they would remember the dialogues of the characters one such popular epic is the epic of gesar in our culture gesar of ling is the name of the epic gesar is the name of the king and ling is the name of the place in ancient tibet it is a story or epic of this superhuman um demigod tibetan king with supernatural abilities and qualities who annihilates the dark forces and malevolent beings trying to take control of humanity and the earth 
There are so many songs and ballads on various stories and epics of Tibet. Singing was also a very powerful form of our oral communication, through which、uh, Buddhist parables were shared and passed on from generation to generation. This tradition of sharing Buddhist stories through、uh, the form of singing and music is known as the Lama Mani tradition. There are different kinds of Tibetan music. We have our religious music,、um, secular music, which consists of our classical and folk music.、Uh, then we have our kind of pop music, and of course, traditional eclectic music.、Um, speaking of religious music, it is the music that we have、um, at our monasteries, nunneries, and during、uh, religious festivals, processions, and gatherings. Monks or nuns sing the Buddhist mantras. And recite the prayers, and they play specific instruments such as drums and bells and cymbals. Even a simple mantra, to just give you an example. For example, we have the mantra Om Mani Padme Hum, which has a profound meaning in Tibetan Buddhism. May be sung like this: Om Mani Padme Hum, Om Mani Padme Hum, Om Mani Padme Hum, Om Mani Padme Hum. That is what I'm talking about. So, secular music, on the other hand, has lesser to do with religion or faith. It has both classical and folk music. So, our classical music has traditional opera music with a theatrical performance, which is known as lamo. Again, this tradition is also over thousand years old. And what stories do our opera artists or actors or、uh, lamoba—they're known as lamoba—the opera actors, right? What do they enact? What are their stories about? Even though the core stories are inspired by ancient Tibetan tales, actors、um, they enact important events in our history, like、uh, the kings who ruled Tibet, the battles they fought, the stories of famous Tibetans in the past, lamo. This kind of opera style, the the style of music, the plays have both comedy and satire. Other types of classical music that we have are nangma and tushi. These two genres of classicals were patronized by noble families back in Tibet. Did you know the word nangma that we have for classical music comes from the Persian word nagma, which means melody. The Nangma style of classical music is believed to be brought to Tibet by traders and travelers from Kashmir, Turkestan, and Persia. Tibetan Muslims living in the capital city of Lhasa in Tibet would often sing this. The songs are slow and have、um, andante-like tempo. They're very stately and measured, and in the past were loved by the nobles. Dushe is the Opposite of that, they're upbeat and have a fast tempo. The word "tushe" comes from "tu," which is actually a region in Western Tibet where this style comes from. And "she" means song or melody in Tibetan. What's amazing about "tushe" is that it is accompanied by the Nangma style ensemble. It is a beautiful combination of both. 
but definitely more energetic and upbeat. With this style, that is with Tushé, we sing together in groups and dance, and tap dancing is a major part of it. We create the beater tempo with tap dancing, and I think it is tap dancing which makes this whole thing really fun. FYI, we typically tap dance during our celebrations or cheerful events. So the next time you happen to attend a Tibetan event that is informal, get ready to groove and tap dance with us. Now let's talk about our folk songs. In this style of music, we may sing about the beauty of Tibet, describing the mountains and picturesque environment. Our life and what we may be feeling at the moment—it is a unique way of expressing ourselves. Lu is a type of folk song where nomads sing mountainous songs and farmers sing about their harvest. Today, Tibetans are distributed around the world, and where we live has influenced our music, which has given rise to Tibetan pop music. Tibetans living in the autonomous region of China have Chinese influence, and their pop is different. Here in India, we are influenced by Bollywood, and that reflects in our composition and style. And for those who live in the Western part of the world, their style of music has a Western template. So modern Tibetan pop includes the contemporary styles from all major regions where we are settled. If you really want to understand our music better, then the internet is your pal. When you watch the videos on the internet, you will be able to see the difference、uh, between our religious music, classical and folk music, as well as our pop music from around the world. Finally, we have traditional eclectic music. Now you must be wondering, Tenzin, you told us about religious music, classical, folk, pop music, but what is traditional eclectic music? Traditional eclectic music is a very experimental kind of music, and again, I would highly recommend that you go search on the internet, try to find more eclectic Tibetan songs where、uh, traditional Tibetan folk singers collaborate with singers from other cultures.、Um, for example, our Tibetan singers are collaborating with classical Hindustani and Carnatic singers.、Um, I've also seen them collaborating with European singers and African singers. So basically, music, as we say, has no boundaries. Art has no boundaries. So、uh, I'm very happy that uh, we're uh, able to see this kind of、um, experimental traditional Tibetan music with other. Uh, cultural music and other、uh, folk musics from around the world. So I absolutely love it, and you should definitely go check it out on the internet. So Tibetan music is such a vast topic, and as you know, I am not an expert, and I speak only from my personal observation and research. To understand Tibetan music better,、um, I think we we should definitely have an expert in the future who can enlighten us more on this. Does it sound like a good deal? Should we do that? Yes. Hopefully, that's a yes. Alrighty then. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and、um, uh, you now have at least some idea about our music. Thank you so much for tuning in. See you soon. If you liked this episode, then please give me a shout out by mentioning me in your Instagram stories and posts. My Instagram handle is tenzin.chudun.24. That is. 
T E N Z I N dot C H O D O N dot twenty four. You can also DM me if you have any questions. To stay updated about waking up closer to Tibet, don't forget to follow at HD Smartcast on Facebook, Twitter. LinkedIn and Instagram. To listen to more podcasts, log on to hdsmartcast.com or sunone nazariyese. This was an HD Smartcast original. HD Smartcast.